At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It is our fourth and final hour here on VSIN Bet Center, Saturday night of action. Ben Wilson from our Las Vegas uh, Circus Sportsbook Studio. It's James Salinas from Denver, Colorado. You can follow on Twitter at Rounding Again. Thanks to Brian Ortega, our outstanding producer behind the glass rest of the full team as well here from Vegas and it is it has been a beatdown now in New York as we update some of the baseball scores here at the top of the hour 8-1 Yankees how about this James most homers ever by a Yankee in their first 30 games with the team that wow. that distinct honor now goes to one Matt Carpenter 13 long balls in his first 30 games what a ridiculous wacky stat that is as the Yankees have opened it up 8-1 lead now into the bottom of the fifth well, and how many of those games were just one he'd come in for a pinch hit? He'd come in for one at bat. So right, it's not yeah. like he's had going in and having four or five at bats each one of those games, right? It's been very limited as far as the amount of at bats he's had coming into this game. He had 71 at-bats. He had 11 home runs with 71 at-bats coming into this game. So project that out. How do, how do we project that out? I mean, that's uh, we're going to have to start testing these players again, in particular, put Matt Carpenter yeah. at the top of the list. I guess so. Uh, it's it's just, it, again, baseball, short sample size as well. You always get the absolute wacky. And for Matt Carpenter, a guy who could barely hit his own weight and didn't hit his own weight for the last couple seasons he was in St. Louis, new life for the New York Yankees who have had a week, probably the most tumultuous week they've had all year where they lose a series to the Reds, drop game one of this series to the Red Sox. That was after a, a, a near, thought it could be a sweep. They won the first two games in Boston, lost the next two to split that four-game series last weekend but at least bouncing back in a big way there tonight. And you're already pushing on your full game total of nine. 
Uh, elsewhere around the Diamonds, just some quick updates here. Uh, it is a final in the nation's capital after a long rain delay. Braves do get the job done. They hang on 6-3 behind Max Fried. Another quality start. Just a quality start machine this year, it seemed like. Max Fried, his ERA whittled down below 275. Atlanta is big favorites win. That game goes over the 8.5 total as well. And then for the games going on right now, Mets have tied it immediately after Max Scherzer gave up a run in the bottom of the second. RBI ground out for Francisco Lindor, so 1-1 there. Uh, still no score in Arizona, San Diego. Top of the second in that one. And then the uh, Giants, Darren Ruff. Only the second hit of the game, James, but it's a long ball. I know you've mentioned that. Eric Lauer, he's been susceptible to the home run ball for Milwaukee. And it is 1-0 on a Darren Ruff solo shot in the bottom of the sixth, his ninth home run of the year. Total of five hits through six innings. Ooh. So exciting baseball, boys and girls, coming Ooh. out. Family night at the ballpark there at Oracle. It, it's, and that's what we talked about before this game was both of these teams, light-hitting teams, just really struggling to to string any hits together. And now I'm watching this game here, as we we mentioned, another ground out for the Brewers. Looks like that's the last of the seven. That's the, the end of the seven. They're going to the last half to stretch time there in San Francisco. And the shadows are creeping over now. So you've got the hitters in the shadows and the pitcher in the sun, it's only going to get tougher to hit. So uh, the, maybe those those five hits, that might be the maximum we see here for the last two innings. Alex Cobb only 85 pitches through his seven yeah. innings of work. I'm sure they'll send him back out for an eighth after, and that was you know, a lot of, lot of bullpen usage last night for San Francisco. Just three hits yeah. for the Brewers, two for the Giants. I, it was Aloha shirt day today at Oracle, so at least they had they had something cool uh, there, there for the fans of the giving out the uh, the Hawaiian shirts to everybody in attendance. Uh, and speaking of West Coast baseball, James, we still have one more game to go. That is in L.A., uh, one team that was predictably very good atop the standings, your favorite or co-favorite to win the uh, World Series still, certainly the favorites out of the NL and the Los Angeles Dodgers. They take on now the L.A. Angels, who have been one of the biggest disappointments in baseball. 84.5 was their preseason win total, now on about a 70-win pace. And it was all L.A. Dodgers yesterday, 9-1 in game one of that series. Uh, tonight, we have Luis Urias on the mound. This is a game that starts in about an hour. Seeing the Dodgers priced at around the $2 mark here, a couple of lefties will be taking the bump. It's Urias for the Dodgers, uh, at least for the uh, the Angels. They'll try to counter with Jose Suarez, the young lefty. So, look, as we've discussed before, hard to get excited about anything related to the Angels if Shohei Otani is yeah. not the starting pitcher. Even with him and Mike Trout in the lineup, it has not really gone well. Are there any alternative angles you've looked at, maybe on the pitcher prop side? I know you like to do that a lot with some of these elite guys. Any any other angles you're looking at as as a as opposed to laying a near two dollar price on the Dodgers this evening? Well, yeah, and you just can't. You you mentioned Otani and the Angels. This is a team that has lost eleven out of thirteen games over the course of the last couple of weeks. The only two wins that they've had during that bad streak is when Otani has pitched. Nine of those losses of those eleven, only two runs or less scored for the Angels. This is a, this is a team. There's obviously a disconnect there. The you know we, we saw Madden get fired earlier. There was not much of a, that, that didn't have much much change within the clubhouse. Change in the maybe change with the voice. You know the communication style. Any of that not really doesn't really matter. This is a team that just swings and misses. There is no shame in striking out on that Angels team. They're clearly the front runners as far as swinging 
swinging and missing at the plate for that lineup. Here, yeah, trying to get involved here. No, and there, there's not going to be any pitcher props here with Suarez. He rarely goes past five innings, so there's not much to even dig into here. Definitely not going to get involved and lay $2. It's been kind of ticking back down. I saw it down to $1.90. I wanted to see his trout in the lineup. Trout he looks is, like yep. he is projected to play tonight, but I mean, Suarez, his outs, this is what it tells you here. Suarez, his total outs sitting juiced at, at $1.30, but it's sitting at 13 and a half. So they don't expect, the, yeah. the bookmakers don't expect him to go a full five innings here. I can't find any here, even with any of these props trying to get involved. Maybe the strikeouts. We were just talking about how poorly the Angels swing the bat up there and no shame. They could care less of swing and miss. It's, there's the, the approach at the plate is to hit that three-run homer with nobody on base. That's just how that's how they operate, and that's why they're they're going to be cellar dwellers there at the uh, outside. If it wasn't for Oakland, I mean, that's I the know. only that that's all they have to hang their hat on is they didn't fall they they didn't fall the last place in in the cellar of the ALS because Oakland is so bad. But nothing here in the prop market to get involved with. Uh, Urias is really not that kind of strikeout pitcher that he was in a couple of years ago. So no play for me. Yeah, Trout hitting second back in the lineup tonight. He had the back issues flaring up once yeah. again. Had been day to day, missed game one of the series, but he's back in there tonight. Otani, as we have been accustomed to seeing now, hitting third in that lineup for the Angels. It's and we'll do in the next segment, James. We'll talk some of our midseason awards. I wonder where you stand on on Otani. It seems like there's uh, there's certain segments of the, uh, the you know the baseball uh, betting world that says, okay, what, with what with what this guy's doing, it should not matter the wins and losses for the Angels, and this should be your MVP basically every year as long as he's essentially acting as the Babe Ruth of our. Major League Baseball generation with the types of numbers Otani has put up. He has moved after his latest streak on the mound. How amazing he's been. A sub .5 ERA over the last 35 days now on the mound. He's your minus 105 AL MVP favorite. There's also the other faction of baseball betters who've, who've kept continuing to say, and I mean, I, I understand where people come from where they say, how can you trust voters to necessarily do the right thing here well, and vote for Otani at least in your eyes where do you see Otani in, in this whole AL MVP race with Judge hitting yet another homer tonight a close second right behind at about plus 160 in the market well it, it's because Otani's just such that unicorn we haven't seen this if what for 100 years right where somebody's going to be able to be as dominant at the play I'm not going to say dominant he does have a lot of swings and misses and there are some holes in his swing that pitchers exploit but you know he he does have the power he's just he he's always he's gonna sell tickets right that's he's worth the price of admission whether he's at the plate or definitely on the mound it's probably look more so towards the Cy Young for Otani because you know when you have a team as bad as the Angels have played and is sitting 20 and a half games out of first place in the AL West and it's only going to get worse the second half of the season part of the handicap has to be you you mentioned it the subjective nature of the voters and that's not something I'm going to spend my time. I don't know who all those voters are, but you would have to have an idea because you have to get in the heads of the voters. So are we going to go and spend? I'm not going to go spend my time to go and identify who are all the voters. What have what have they done historically? And is there anything that I can match based on how they voted in the past, how this might play out in the second half for Otani? And would they consider him to be the the MVP again on one of the worst teams in the American League? That's not a handicap that that it's 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 hard enough to have to try to bet. And we know this is better's been right. Mm -hmm. We are betting on performance. We're betting on outcomes. And in this case here, there's a third leg to this. You're betting on the subjective subjective nature of the nature of the voters. 
And that's something where are we going to dig? I know I'm not going to spend my time to dig that deeply into the history, who the voters are, the history of what each and every voter has done. Because for me, it's not something I'm going to, oh, let me just put a little bit of money. If I'm betting, I'm betting it's, I'm betting to win. And I'm trying to make a profit here. And that's a case where if we're looking at the MVP, if it's me personally, I'm looking at Aaron Judge because this team, the New York Yankees, yeah, I know it's a, it's a loaded lineup. We were just talking about Matt Carpenter hitting two, three-run homers today in this game against the Red Sox, but Judge is leading the way with this team, best record in baseball, and that team's winning, and that has to count for something, and I think that will account for for some of the voters in their minds that you're going to value wins over something that we haven't seen for 100 years, and Otani, who's a tremendous player, but that doesn't dis- discount the fact that that is a bad team mm-hmm. there in, a, in the Angels in Los Angeles, and it's only going to get worse. And, well, this is just a classic case of, and I, I feel like on the network and everywhere else, we've, and rightly so, we've been talking about this specific award market basically every week, all season. And yet I at really no point, James, have found any desire to actually want to get involved, even though no. it's a great debate to have. But I, I, with you from the betting angle of this, and especially now that the numbers have been shortened to this point, I would base, you know, Alvarez. I would at least give a a shot to a, because of because of the nature of his bat when he's on a heat, like the when when he is at least healthy and he's on the shelf right now in the IL. I at least give him a puncher's chance at ten to one. I think you take everybody else though off that list. Trout included at thirteen to one. More likely going to be a two a two player race there. But for all the things you just lined out and mentioned, it, it's a market I haven't had any desire in getting involved in. If anything, like the Cy Young's are a little bit easier just because it's more of a numbers-based award. There's less subjectivity to that. I, I would still give Otani very much a puncher's chance at 7-1. to one. I, I remember when he was 40-1, to one, it felt kind of ridiculous. That's going to be interesting. We showed up the graphic a second ago. I have to think Justin, don't you think Justin Verlander after today, James, has to be favored when, when that gets reposted tomorrow, right? Well, and there's some sentiment there as well, right, for the career that Justin Verlander has had coming back off the Tommy John surgery, missing all of last season, and then be able to come back and perform at least for the first half of the season at the way that he has. I think there's some sentiment from the voters to favor him as well. We'll see if that gets flipped. McClanahan, your current favorite there with the Rays right over Justin Verlander. We'll come back, talk more awards for MLB in the first half of the season here on Beeson Bet Center. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com schedule release to learn more. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2 and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Center on VSN, the sports betting network. This segment of VSN Bet Center is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke free and spit free satisfaction. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone's on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step toward change, Zinn will be there for you. Check out Zinn Nicotine Pouches at Zinn.com. That is Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Back on our final hour of Zinn Bet Center, we'll be talking a little more NFL with Kevin Rogers from Vegas Insider in our next segment. Back with James Salinas. I'm Ben Wilson. Let's continue, though, James. Some of our midseason awards here in Major League Baseball will transition to the NL. NL MVP right now at the midway mark. Paul Goldschmidt, a guy who's been at a near 200 WRC plus, the weighted runs created plus advanced metric, which is a great overall indicator of overall offensive performance. Dude's been unreal. Cardinals, uh, the first baseman there is now minus 110 at DraftKings as your favorite with Manny Machado, who's battled injury, a second favorite at plus 550. Pete Alonso, the only other one right now uh, in that single digit race. 
you, you can't uh, quibble, James, with what Paul Goldschmidt has done this year. It has been nothing short of, of, an, of an incredible addition now in his second year in St. Louis. Is he the guy you expect to end up uh, pulling away with this thing? Or given the volatility of a market like this, do you expect there to be some change here as we go into the second half of the year? I think definitely. I mean, injuries are always going to be a factor here. And so for Goldsmith, got to stay healthy for one and and stay and remain competitive. It is a two team race there in the National League Central for the for those guys. And and I think for the Cardinals, you know, I think he's really benefited now that he and Arenado's gotten another year there in that Cardinals culture. Per, per se for for in that lineup and I and I think for these guys you know that's the that this is not a market I'm going to get into right now I mean it's at minus 110 so the all the the values sucked out of it so if we're trying to get in here you'd have to find something else down the board you were you had mentioned Austin Riley earlier with the Atlanta Braves right and that's a pretty long shot there at 22 to 1 we're seeing how well the Braves are playing is that something where they can continue to ride the 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 bats with that team and how well they've been playing over the last yeah six weeks or so for Atlanta and Austin Riley continue to drive the baseball the way that he has. I think for any of the Dodgers, the lineup is just so loaded mm-hmm. that is it going to be Mookie Betts? I think Mookie Betts is the most impactful. I mean, Trey Turner is a really impactful player for them too, but you got three Dodgers sitting there uh, in, in double digits between 10 to one to 19 to one with Trey Turner uh, coming up at that 19 to one spot. But, do voters and that's the that's the hard part again we're talking no about doubt. the subjectivity of voters and we have to get into their mindset of you know this is beyond just the performance and the numbers we have to have to think about how do voters what have they done in the past and is that something that i want to take on a third piece to this bet trying to to take on the subjective nature nature of how these voters are going to play it's almost like how we have to handicap certain games and when we uh, handicap referees i just i think about the nba and that's one of the part of my handicap when i'm looking at nba whether it's playoffs or regular season where's scott foster and mark davis tonight because i probably want to stay away from those games Look, I, I don't know what Austin Riley has to do as well to get any love in the in the MVP right. market. I mean, remember last year, guy hits over 300, yeah. 33 homers, drives in 107, and he really didn't even sniff. Mm-mm. I think his odds ended up in the 10, 14 to 1 range. Wasn't really even in the conversation. This year, he's hitting 282, but a higher WRC plus 149, and he's on pace to hit 40 homers and, and 100 RBI. I mean, I, again, I don't know what, what more could a guy do. He hits another home run today. Uh, it was 27th home run today. Yeah. Uh, Austin Riley. Uh, in the meantime, uh, on that AL race, by the way, James, I think you're going to see that number shorten a little bit on Aaron Judge. Just hit his 33rd home run of the year. Second of the game today. Uh, or oh, I should wow. say second of the yeah, second of the game today in back-to-back at-bats. Third home run of the series. And it is 10-1 to Yankees there in the bottom of the sixth. So the over there has officially... Uh, come home in cash, but plus 165. I got to think just based on the last couple of days, James, that, that thing will be back down to like plus 135, 140 tomorrow. Yeah, definitely. And and it should be, and well, it should be. I mean, he is leading just the, the season, not only the season he's having, but this, how's that, how is that translating to the season and they're correlated with the Yankees are having. And unfortunately for Otani, the season that he's having is not translating to wins. And how does that factor in? It's just that that's the variance that, that I just, unless I'm going to bet this before the season starts and it's strictly just going to be based on wins and losses and, and the impact of the team and the numbers that they provide. I know Otani does something that nobody else in major league baseball comes close to, or even attempts, right? We don't see this happen where we're having starting pitchers sitting there hitting second or third and driving the ball, 30 home runs, 30 plus home runs each and every season. But 
you know, is this is this something you want to get involved with right now at a at a, a minus price here? It's minus 105. To me, if if I'm that voter, I'm going to factor in that a team like the Yankees, and I know that lineup is absolutely loaded with, from top to bottom. Now you throw start throwing in Carpenter to keep doing and continue doing yeah. what he's done in this last month since he's been a Yankee. But you know, you have to factor in wins and losses because for me, it's all about what's the end result. And the end result is, to me, it's bigger than numbers. And I know baseball is so driven by statistics and numbers and that the, talking about certain measurements to get into the Hall of Fame and that type of thing. To me, it's still, as a sports better, I'm betting on outcomes. I'm betting on results. I'm betting on wins and going and fading losses. And here, I mean, Judge is the front runner in my mind because of how stellar of a season, at least in the first half, the Yankees have had. Just an out-of-this-world season to begin with, and now uh, an even more ridiculous series against a arch rival yeah. in Boston where he's yep. now three for three tonight uh, with two home runs, three home runs in the series. You saw a moment ago, Yankees-Dodgers, as, as we've seen basically now, especially since the past uh, two months since the Yankees went on their torrid starting pace here, through the month of May, each co-favorites to win the World Series at 4-1. to one. Each favorites right now in their respective leagues to lift uh, those pennants in the NL uh, and the AL. But for now, Paul Goldschmidt, your favorite uh, in the NL. I corrected myself. He's fourth year now in St. Louis. It's Nolan Arenado in his second year there uh, for the Cardinals. I guess, James, if there's one market that appears to be pretty wide open of these four here, it is the NL Cy Young. Sandy Alcantara has been brilliant. He is the favorite right now. And pitched great last night, albeit in a loss, essentially. He's essentially become the new Jacob deGrom. I mean, he really is. He gets yeah. no run support. Guy is, I mean, like 9-4, and four, but a 176 ERA backed up by a 258 X ERA. He's a minus money favorite. Uh, Corbin Burns has been very good for Milwaukee at 6-1, to one, last year's winner. And then Tony Gonsolin, who just seemingly never will lose a game. I mean, he might go 20-0, and 0, James. He's 11-1 and 11 to one, along with Joe Musgrove. I, I'm surprised Max Fried isn't shorter honestly, on that list. So I guess I say this feels kind of wide open. The, the betting markets, though, at least in the last couple of weeks, have started to shift towards maybe saying, no, this isn't so wide open. Yeah, I mean, as as dominant, I think he's putting up the numbers. He's you know limiting his walks and the, the amount of strikeouts. I mean, he just keeps piling these up game in start in start out for him but the my probably the only concern i have for alcantara is can he keep up this pace he's thrown a lot of pitches this season and he goes deep into these games constantly consistently going seven eight nine innings per i mean he had a he went nine innings last month against the st louis cardinals his last what four five he rarely goes less than seven innings and he's racking up a lot of pitches he's averaging over a hundred and roughly 105 pitches per game can this young pitcher's arm and shoulder continue to stay at that pace in the second half of the season? That would be my only pause for concerns. Numbers-wise, it's all there for Alcantara. No Numbers-wise, for me as a better, sitting here at minus 110, not worth it to me. We've already missed the boat on on the numbers of what they were before the season. I think for me, we, talk, we talked early in the show, Ben, about my, my short-term memory and how that could be a positive for me where I don't even remember the the last loss. I don't even remember what I was betting on last night can be something good because I'm not hanging on and chasing losses, although I do have a tendency to chase losses. That's a different day, a different discussion for another day, Ben. But, you know, I, I want to know what was the number before the season started because that's what I'm going to be looking at saying, well, that's where I should have had it. I don't want to I don't want to bet it now at minus 110. 13 consecutive starts for Alcantara, seven innings or more, and wow. eight of those starts, James, he's gone at least eight innings. Nine of those wow. he's pitched into the eighth and at least gotten one out in the eighth. So, and, and in two of his last three starts, he's recorded double-digit strikeouts as well. 12 last night, that was his second season high 
in that loss against Philadelphia. So, no, I, I get it. I get why the numbers continue to move. And he would certainly be our first half, uh, first half NL Cy Young Award winner by a pretty wide margin at this point. It's just with a, a lot of these guys, AL has the same deal where you don't know guys getting towards innings limits and, and not necessarily pitch counts. I mean, Alcantara did pitch 200, go over 200 last year. But again, relatively young guy, long, you know, long, yep. long-term scheme of things, who is you know in, in the middle, uh, tw- age 26 season, young by elite command, a standards at least. Uh, we'll see how that one goes. Uh, through the second half of the year. Uh, speaking of elite pitchers, though, uh, Max Scherzer, who's certainly calmed down, and he has gotten his team to come from behind here. He was down one nothing, gave up that early run in the second. Uh, but after a Lindor RBI ground up, Eduardo Escobar, solo homer. So 2-1 Mets there into the bottom of the fourth. And we finally got a run out of Milwaukee there, James, in San Francisco. 1-1 game. Omar Narvaez sacked fly. So 1-1 to the bottom of the eighth, into the bullpens. Now we go. And uh, that one appearing, unless you get extra innings, and I mean, talk about a brutal beat last night too on the under, <laughs> under uh, I think that was seven and a half or eight, where Josh Hader gives up six runs in the ninth inning. Barring something like that, if you bet an under in that game tonight, you should be eh, you should be pretty safe. Yeah, live total sitting at four, juice to the over at a dollar twenty in that game. I'm, I'm not sure I'd really want to take a take a step no, like over there right now. It kind of feels too one-y, too one to me. Uh, we will come back. We've got two more segments here on the show before we wrap things up. We'll talk with Kevin Rogers, covers the NFL for Vegas Insider. Have some good off-season topics to discuss as we roll up, ramp up our preseason coverage here on the network. That'll be next with Kevin on Beeson Bet Center. This is Bet Center on Vsin, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Summer Special is here for only $19. You get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. Sign up today and you'll get VEASAN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke on Major League Baseball, plus NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features the daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash summer. We roll on VEASAN Bet Center, our fourth and final hour, before we hand the baton over to Greg Peterson on the Greg Peterson Experience. Back with James Salinas from Denver, Colorado. I'm Ben Wilson from Las Vegas, our Circus Sportsbook studio. Let's get back to the NFL, get a nice discussion here with Kevin Rogers, who is a, a host handicapper there for Vegas Insider, based in Miami, also a pregame radio host there for the Miami Dolphins. You can follow Kevin at VI Rogers on Twitter. Kevin, we're talking win totals this time of year. A lot of optimism for some teams that are looking to bounce back this season. I know you've got your eye on a team in Florida. It's not the team you cover, but it's another team, one in the AFC South and the Jacksonville Jaguars. What do you expect out of the Jags here in 2022? Good to be on with you guys. And yeah, and looking at these win totals, obviously now it's a little bit of a change since last year with the 17 games instead of 16 games, a little funky with some of the records. But you know what? I do like the over on Jacksonville this year. It's at six and a half. We know all the problems they had with Urban Meyer last year. It just seemed to be like a disaster from day one. And you have a great young quarterback in Trevor Lawrence that we didn't get to see what he really could be. Now I think with Doug Peterson taking over, the guy won a Super Bowl in Philadelphia, did it with Nick Foles. So, uh, you know, Peterson, even though his tenure in Philadelphia kind of fell apart at the end. I still think it's a nice hire for Jacksonville and looking at some of the, you know, the notes on their schedule, they face the NFC East. They get Dallas at home. 
So they also get, you know, the Giants, who you don't know what they're going to be. Washington's a middle-of-the-road team. Philadelphia was a playoff team last year. But nothing really great in that division. You would think if they could split the AFC South, the six games against Indianapolis, Houston, and Tennessee. They got Tennessee in Week 18. You got three wins there. They do a four or five stretch on the road late in the season, but three of those games are against the Lions, Jets, and Texans. So I do think it's attainable. I don't think it's crazy to think that even 7-10 and 10 is out of the reach for Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence can have a good season. Then, you know, they got Washington in week one, and you have Carson Wentz at quarterback there for the commanders. I think Jacksonville's got a really good shot here. And you're not even asking them to go 500, just win seven games. I think they could do it this year. Kevin, going from the AFC South, let's move to the NFC South and looking in here. It's been a two-team race for a number of years with uh, Tom Brady there leading the Buccaneers and the New Orleans Saints, understanding how to get after him and pitched a shutout the last time they played. But on the bottom half of that division with the Falcons going through a rebuild mode and the Carolina Panthers and Baker Mayfield now coming over and most likely going to be the week one starter for that football team. Does Baker Mayfield move the needle for you at all for this Panthers team and in regards to what their season win total is going to look like? You know, I, I would like to say yes, but I don't think so. And, you know, we're assuming Baker is going to start, and if something goes wrong with him, you have Sam Darnold, who had a good three weeks to start last year. Then it all kind of fell apart. You still have a very talented playmaker and Christian McCaffrey back there, but Matt rules in the hot seat. It just feels like Carolina that it's just not going the right way for them. I like they're under a five and a half. They were five and 12 last year. They have two winnable games. The first two weeks, Cleveland and the giants, like those are games that they can win, but also we don't know the Deshaun Watson situation as far as if he's going to play week one, if he's going to be suspended or what the case is, but the Browns are still a pretty decent team. And I mentioned the giants before about them playing Jacksonville. I think the Giants have got to improve this year with Brian Dayball. So there's no guarantees for Carolina the first two weeks. They got to take on the AFC North in their interconference. Their last two games are at Tampa, not New Orleans. And again, we never know, you know, what Tampa Bay would do because you'd assume they'd win the division. But even so, Tom Brady still plays towards the end of the year, and Tampa Bay has taken care of Carolina. But how about this, guys? Listen to the stretch from week three to week seven. So after Cleveland, the Giants. Carolina gets New Orleans, Arizona, San Francisco at the Rams and Tampa Bay. It's just such a gauntlet there. I think Carolina can be one and six out of the gate, two and five. I just think that their their offense isn't great. I just don't have a lot of faith in a team that has a coach in the hot seat. I think Carolina finishes under five and a half wins. And certainly a big third year there for Matt Rule at uh, Carolina. Again, we're speaking with Kevin Rogers from Vegas Insider. Also covers the Miami Dolphins, their radio pregame host. And I uh, wonder what your thoughts are. I know that's not a team you're necessarily going to play a win total on this year, but a team that comes in, one of the 10 new head coaches in the NFL this season with a couple of big offseason additions. You bring in Tyree Kill from Kansas City. A lot of expectations there for Tua Tagovailoa as the starting quarterback. Uh, what do you see out of a Dolphins team that is in the middle of a very interesting AFC East division with a Super Bowl favorite at the top, uh, some rebuild at the bottom there with the Jets, and uh, we don't really know what to expect out of Bill Belichick and the Pats this year. How do you size up this AFC East for the Dolphins? You know, what's so funny is Tua Tagovailoa is probably the most polarizing athlete that South Florida has seen in a while just because there's so many question marks. This isn't like having LeBron James with the Heat or even when the big three were here because you kind of knew what you'd get out of them, that there is a portion of the fan base that says give Tua a chance, give Tua a chance. Others that are like, we got to get rid of him. You, you, you know, he's a bust. You got to move on from him. 
I'm still kind of in the middle on it. I still lean more towards Tua that they said tank for Tua a few years ago. Nobody would have thought Justin Herbert would put the numbers he does or he has with the Chargers so far. And obviously Joe Burrow has been to a Super Bowl from that draft class. But I still think, yeah, I give Tua a chance. Tyree Kill is here. I mean, one of the most electric players in the league. Granted, he had Patrick Mahomes with him in Kansas City. We don't know what Tua can be with him, but Tyreek has had a lot of positive things to say so far about Tua. Also, I think with the situation with Brian Flores last year, definitely took a hit on the team. Uh, you know, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. This guy, Mike McDaniel, offensive mind. San Francisco was almost in the Super Bowl last year. I think he could be a nice spark for the Dolphins. They get the Patriots and Ravens right out of the gate. So it's not going to be easy. And, and what a lot of people forget is Tua was out for four weeks last year. He had the rib injury in the first series against Buffalo at home, and that was a dud of a game. The Bills destroyed them, and they just had a bad stretch there with Jacoby Brissett as their quarterback, and then Tua came back. It seemed like they were out of it. They went on that long winning streak, but again, they didn't play a lot of great teams and a lot of great quarterbacks. So we're going to learn a lot about the, this Dolphins team. They're still behind the Bills. I mean, look at Buffalo. They're the they're the favorites right now to win the Super Bowl, and they get the Rams in Week One, or at least one of the favorites to win the Super Bowl. You mentioned the Patriots. I think the Dolphins are in that same class as the Patriots, and it's just hard to make a, an argument for the Jets right now with Zach Wilson and. They just don't seem to have a lot of talent, even though you know they drafted a couple of guys early uh, that that can help their team. But the Dolphins, I still see them in that eight nine win range. I I just don't. I'm not convinced they're going to fall back. But also, I don't think they're going to take Buffalo anytime soon. Kevin Ben mentioned the ten new coaches in the National Football League turnover this year. Well, we can let's jump to Minnesota and the Vikings and Kevin O'Connell now taking taking the leadership role there with the Vikings. What do you suspect that's going to look like offensively for this team? We know they're loaded at the wide receiver position. They definitely have some some talent and some depth at the in the backfield as well. Kirk Cousins is always the X factor there with the, anywhere he plays, and in particular Minnesota. Looks like they only have two primetime games, so that might be advantageous for Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings this season. Where do you stand with the Vikings in their season win total this year? Well, I was about to say, the Vikings will win the Super Bowl as long as they play day games and all against losing teams. Then they will be in the Super Bowl, so it'll be fine. But um, you know what's funny about Minnesota? I think a lot of people forget and I like their win total over eight and a half this year. We know they have two dogs, to say the least, in their division with Detroit and Chicago. We know how good Green Bay is, and Aaron Rodgers is back. But look at what Minnesota did last year early. They lost to Cincinnati in overtime. They lost to Arizona by one. They missed a makeable field goal at the end. They led in the final minute in a home loss to Dallas. They lost to Baltimore in overtime. They lost to Detroit on the road by two. They had five games that went against them and still went eight and nine. Not saying that they win all five and, you know, they'd be a 13 win team. But if you got two of those, maybe get in the playoffs. So I think Minnesota is still a lot better than people think. You mentioned the guys on offense Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, the beast, Adam Thielen, still pretty good. So Minnesota's got the offensive weapons. And I think the Mike Zimmer experiment, I should let me rephrase that. The Mike Zimmer tenure worked out for a bit. I think they needed to make a change. And I think this could be a good thing for Minnesota looking at their schedule. They have a stretch late in the season, five of six at home, all winnable games, Dallas, New England, the jets, Indy, the giants. And the one road game is at Detroit and they take on the AFC East this year. So they get the jets, they go to Washington, they go to Philly. I just think that they'll find a way. And then the two bad teams in their division, they go three and one against them, maybe a split with Green Bay. I got to believe they, this team could win nine games, just finish above 500. 
That NFC that works. Right, but it's just going to be fascinating. Uh, like a lot of divisions this year, especially that one, though. How will Rodgers and the pack look at the top? Can the Vikings get to that? Right now, we're seeing that nine little juice to the over there at minus 115. Outstanding insights uh, from Kevin Rodgers. Thank you so much, Kevin, for taking taking the time with us here on a Saturday night. Again, VI Rodgers is where you find Kevin uh, on Twitter. They're hosting Handicapper for Vegas Insider. Kevin, always a pleasure. I'm sure we'll be, we'll be uh, catching up soon here as we get closer to the start of the NFL season. Take care. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Uh, we will... Wrap up the show, James. Up next, some updates from the north side of Chicago Cubs with one player in particular, Jan Gomes. I don't know what it is about Jan Gomes. He's, he's found a way, though, to produce today. They have tied it up against the Mets. We'll update the score on that one on the other side and get into some maybe a little home run derby pops to wrap up the show as we continue right here on Beeson Betts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. 
When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Ice cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken, beer, made better. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. We're back for the final time. It is VSIN Bet Center. One last look at the updates here for James Salinas. Ben Wilson back with you at our, at our Circa Sportsbook Studio in Las Vegas. Tie game now in Chicago, James. 2 2 between the Mets and Cubs. It is Jan Gomes, who, for whatever reason, I don't know, I don't know why, he's just looking at Max Scherzer and seeing him a lot more easily, but hits a ground rule double in the second to put the Cubs on the board. Now it's an RBI base knock. 2 2 game there, bottom of the fifth. And I'm seeing. Uh, live right now, these numbers have just been taken off the board because there's a there was an injury delay there uh, on the field. But uh, look, Scherzer, his usual solid self, but maybe not quite as sharp as we just saw him in that last start against Atlanta when he was so, so good. First time as a dog, as a Met, and the Mets won that game going away. Yeah, well, he's got eight strikeouts, does Scherzer through in into the bottom of the fifth year. So and it looks like we just had a caught stealing. Somebody is actually trying to steal a base. What this is 2022 baseball. Mm-hmm. I thought this was straight up station to station, hit the ball in the alley, three run homer type of baseball. Somebody was actually trying to steal a base. Looks like Ortega was thrown out on the base paths. But I think for Scherzer, yeah, he's he's nine strikeouts now. Nine strikeouts of the 14 outs. He's already got nine K's only. 
only one walk. So he's been dealing as far as his, his pitch count. His pitch count, it's starting to climb up there. I mean, he's still in the fifth inning. He's at 80 pitches so far into this game. I wonder from the Mets perspective here, yeah, you want to try to you, you want to try to get this sweep here and, and finish off this doubleheader. But, you know, with Scherzer, how far are they wanting to put him on there? There's another ball, ball up in the zone. It was this tag. He barreled that one up to right field. So a, a two-out hit for the Cubs as well. We're seeing some balls getting barreled here uh, pretty squared up off of mm-hmm. Scherzer. But that ball was left upstairs. So starting to see, he's not, as far as location is concerned, he's only walked one better. But he has left some balls up in the zone that have been hit pretty hard. You see DraftKings north of a $2 favorite, the Mets, basically back to just south of where we were at pregame. That was a near 250 money line favorite, depending on the book for the Mets. It, it is just funny, though. It's like Max Scherzer, nine strikeouts, eh, a little off night, not quite as sharp, but <laughs> yeah. that's just the kind of guy he is as uh, as a pitcher. The other scores to update you on, it is one nothing Arizona. Uh, color me shocked that uh, I don't know how Tyler Gilbert, he has thrown four shutout innings in San Diego there, James. they Look, they could really use... Uh, a guy like Fernando Tatis Jr. to return because that offense has been quietly sputtering here the last few weeks as the Padres have seen uh, the gap really widen between them and the Dodgers nine back entering play tonight. A Buddy Kennedy RBI triple there for the D-backs, one nothing, and Tyler Gilbert, who had an over five ERA entering play tonight. He's, uh, he's looking pretty good so far there, James. Well, nothing, nothing to speak of two hits thus far for the Padres through four innings. Not square anything up. He's not striking. He's not fooling anybody. Gilbert's got he's just one strikeout through the first four innings. Relatively low pitch count for for Gilbert. He doesn't go deep into the games. He doesn't last very long. We talked about his propensity to to live up in the zone. Seventy percent of his outs have been recorded as fly balls, and in just twenty five and a third innings pitch coming into this before this start, had allowed seven home runs. That you kind of live and die when you live up in the zone, and that for that matter. But you know, maybe this is a, again another a team here that's just grinding their way to the all-star break uh, to just try to get themselves through it. Let's just do it, get over it. We'll have a week off. We've got a foot out, one foot off the field and ready to go on vacation. And right now, as far as the bats are concerned, at least through the first four innings, that's exactly what it looks like for the Padres. We, we talked about Gilbert earlier in the show. He of a <laughs> coming into today, 533 ERA, but an 801 expected ERA and a 643 fielding independent pitching. Somehow he is He's held the, the fryer back. That's baseball. Yeah, it is yes. baseball. Regression doesn't always happen just in one start. We've talked about that before. Sometimes it is more of a long burn. Uh, so good start there for Tyler Gilbert and the D-backs. Uh, the other couple of scores, Yankees 10, Red Sox 1 into the top of the eighth as the Yankees will blow out Boston in this one, get even in that uh, series wall. The Brewers and Giants, big spot there, bottom of the eighth. Bases loaded, two outs in a 1-1 game. Giants have them juiced. Yandel Gustave in for the Milwaukee Brewers right now. And Mike Skremski, who hit that game-winning walk-off grand slam last night off Josh Hader, he is at the plate right now. Big spot there. Greg Peterson going to update you through all the late baseball action right after us here. It's the Greg Peterson experience coming up right after we wrap up here in about five minutes. Let's have a little fun, though, James, to wrap up the show. Some home run derby props. We've got... A very exciting derby on tap. You were at the derby, uh, what, last year, right, yes. at, uh, at Coors Field, which was, yep. I mean, talk about a unreal event to be at. Uh, I was at a derby about a decade ago in Arizona, 2011, uh, All-Star Weekend at Chase Field. Um, what do you remember? You were betting on that last year, right? What, what were your I takeaways did. that we can maybe carry forward into the derby this year? Well, I took my 10-year-old son last year. He's an avid tennis and baseball player and fan. And I, we had an option. We had two tickets, and it was an option. Do we want to go to the All-Star game, or do we want to go to the Home Run Derby? And it was hands down. We wanted to go to the Home Run See Derby. Some dingers. And, 
Yeah, absolutely. And it was the the crowd was so electric because, yeah, we were seeing the ball and especially there at Coors Field. And we know the light air and sitting at a mile high, the ball was going to carry. And it absolutely did. It was a lot of fun being there. It was a really the intensity and the atmosphere in the stadium. It felt it, I mean, I haven't been to uh, I've been to the divisional. I, I remember going back to the the game clincher when it was the back in 2007 when the Rockies swept the Arizona Diamondbacks to get into the World Series. I didn't go to any of the World Series matchups uh, against the the Red Sox that year, but it was in a sense not the not nearly the same thing on the line, but the energy and the the intensity within the stadium, it felt the same. It was such a buzz in the ballpark and it was a lot of fun to be there and that was the first uh, that I'd never had been to any other all-star game before and had that opportunity to be at the home run derby and we just had sports betting legalized last year and so there was an opportunity to bet because i had not had those opportunities to bet on the all-star game before and in particular the home run derby nor is it usually a market i wanted to get into but i did because we were going and if i'm gonna go i'm gonna watch it i'm gonna bet it so so we did we had ended up betting pete alonzo to win it which he did i don't remember if it was he was plus five or six dollars whatever that was otani was the big favorite and he ended up losing to Soto, I believe, in like a, an overtime playoff type of thing. I forget how the, the, swing the rules off. worked with that. Swing off, that's yeah. it. Um, but uh, but I think for this season, if uh, looking at where these numbers sit, I know Alonzo, he's just got to sw- swing with one arm and that ball is going to fly off his bat. But looking, what about Juan Soto? I think, well, let's go through the lineup. Alonzo sitting at plus 190. Schwarber sitting at plus 320. But is this uh, is this something that I think Schwarbert is really fired up and excited about coming back to to try to go win it? I mean, now he's the key piece in that Phillies lineup, and as hard as he swings and once he gets on a roll, we know he can drive the baseball. But it does take a lot of, a lot of effort and energy to put that out there. I don't know if Schwarber's really committed to trying to see that through the duration to, to win a home run derby. But what about somebody like Juan Soto? Already d- declined his contract Ooh, offer yeah. from the Nationals today. Maybe this is an incentive for him. Hey. I go out there and win this and another another feather in my cap to uh, find one of those big deals out there if the Nats are willing to trade me. And Kyle Schober, he is the number one seed, not the favorite. Pete Alonso becoming the first mm. person ever to go back to back, one in 2019, no derby in 2020 with a pandemic and then wins last year. He's your favorite. He is the three seed. So it'll be Alonso versus Ronald Acuna Jr. We'll take a look at the bracket here. Uh, and so Corey Seager takes on uh, Julio Rodriguez, at least on uh, on our the official uh, odds here, it is Alonzo, the three-seed, Acuna, the six, and Seager officially is the two, Rodriguez is the seven, and then Juan Soto the f- and Jose Ramirez, the four-five, Kyle Schwarber, Albert Pujols, the one-verse-eight. So, like, I-, I haven't seen the first-round matchups come out yet, James, but last year, the eight-seed, the five-seed, the six-seed, and the seven-seed all won, and three of those four were underdogs. So, I you can make a pretty compelling case to take to take flyers on the dogs in all, all of these spots. Julio Rodriguez really intrigues me, a guy who we know. I mean, look, he's a rookie, you know, guy with no derby experience in the past, but that's a guy who has as much pop as anybody. I And Corey Seager at least has been in a derby before, so I'm sure Rodriguez will will be a dog there. I wouldn't mind taking a stab on him. I wouldn't mind taking a look at, at Jose Ramirez. I mean, him and Soto kind of profile very similarly. Two really elite hitters on bad teams. Certainly the Guardians have at least been competitive this year, certainly well in the race in the AL Central, but... If you have, I think the strategy here is if you want to play it outside of the futures market, James, to me, I think you look at, you know, you look to take maybe two to three dogs in these first rounds where these, these lines should not be as widely spread as they end up getting. I mean, it is a very random event. And if you roll with that strategy, you can, you can find some value and you can uh, cash some tickets there. 
Yeah, for the for the matchups, and I think if you're looking to to bet somebody to win this thing outright, you've got to look at the fatigue. Definitely was a factor in last year, and I know we're at a mile high here at Coors Field, but and so the the air is going to be thinner. And we know that Alonzo had lived and trained in Wyoming, so he was prepared for it, and he stated as much going into that. He really wanted to win that last year. I don't know what the motive is for Alonzo. Again, he's already won two. Is it another thing he needs to try to win, or does he need to lead his team to go win the World Series with the New York Mets? I just look at Juan Soto here. He's somebody who's been there and done that. He went through it last year. He understands how to pace himself through this type of event and contest as well. Juan Soto sitting, uh, at least on BetMGM, at $6 plus 600 That's the route that I'm going to be looking to Nice. Uh, this is, again, Dodger Stadium, so no real advantages. Righty, lefty. It's going to be very interesting to watch. That'll be Monday night. Home Run Derby. This has been a blast. Always a pleasure hanging out with you, James Salinas. I'm sure we'll catch up soon before the start of the NFL season. Follow James at Rounding again. For our producer, Brian Ortega, I'm Ben Wilson saying so long from VSIN Bet Center. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.